We are live. It is 2.04 Central Standard Time in the United States, 8.04 p.m. GMT in the UK. Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe. Hey. Coming to you live this fourth day of February 2024. And we are streaming on probably the most silly sports day in the history of sports days. It's the NFL Pro Bowl today. The all-star game that's at the end of the season. I don't know why. Nobody cares. If you watch it, you're probably a person that watches the NFL draft too. And you're a dedicated sports fan if you do that. So no no judgments. But anyway, so if you're not watching the Pro Bowl, not going to do anything, and you want to spend an hour and you're never going to get back, watch the stream, and you'll see we brought in a guest. God forbid we're going to bring Michael Pepper Tech into this awfulness that is our podcast. Welcome, Michael. Thanks, sir, for joining us and uh, throwing an hour away of your life. Hopefully you're not too uh, busy with anything else you're going to do today because this is definitely not going to be fulfilling is probably you would assume it would be i hope well you know it's the second time i've been on with you guys so i knew what i was coming in for so well, good. Last, last, time joe, last time joe was snookered so yeah oh yeah that was that was fun yeah joe uh and uh then we had uh, uh shane uh shane uh in the last time and joe was at a pub properly drunk that was even better so uh that time, time i was really yeah that time i was really out of it what did they say taking the piss was that, was that what it is was hmm? that, that phrase taking the piss is that it or no is that not is that not it what? So he's taking the piss. No, I'm saying, is that what it means when you're drunk? Is that in the UK? Can you? Is that the phrase? No, I, no, I, I know what you're trying to say you're pissed. Right. Well, no, but I, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's close. It's close. I was gonna say yeah. that means mad. That means mad in the United States usually. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It does. It does mean mad as well. Yeah. It does mean mad. Uh, yeah, you right. can say I'm, I'm pissed off. Yeah. You could say that. Right. But I don't think you would say that if you were you. You don't use that phrase, do you? Not often, no, because I'm not often pissed off, to be honest. Yeah, he's a happy guy. I'm a Me, happy guy. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm pissed. I'm mildly annoyed in humanity. I guess that's what it is. <laughs> it's all good. So, Michael, thanks know. for coming in. I haven't seen it. It's been a while since we had you on. And uh, so what's been going on? Uh, I guess it's been a little while, at least over a year or so. So uh, yeah, been what's been going on with you? How, how, how have you been? And uh, what's been going on in your personal world, if you want to talk about it? Or your creative? professional youtube space world what what have you been doing since the last time we spoke to you oh um i've been pretty active making samsung content for the last week or so um almost every day except for let's say yesterday i didn't do one and today so i'm i'm gonna be switching it up and probably doing every three days now just because i'm i don't want to get burnt out on content um not that i don't have like plenty of ideas but I also don't want to be the person that's like trying to make videos every day. And then I've also realized that doing that um, videos don't do as well as you'd think kind of like they'll start doing better later. Um, but I was really just doing that because I wanted to get the content out there. Not that getting it out there first, like really mattered to me, but like I had these cases, I had the device, I recorded seven videos in one day, so I might as well edit them and put them up. But then the funny thing was like two of my videos weren't, weren't of those seven videos there were actually new content so i still have those in the backlog so if i do a couple this week um, a couple next week i'll be three or four weeks out with videos and then i have cases coming in and some other stuff to do so i've been really focusing on trying to be consistent but not to the point where it's too much um i just hit past my 1000 subscriber mark i checked today i think i'm at 1015 i feel like i like i struggled to get the last seven to get to the 1000 i was at like 993 for weeks and then all of a sudden it's like you hit that and youtube is like oh he is being consistent we can push your content now 
Um, and I'm hoping I have kind of a silent goal of um, hitting 5,000 this year. Um, hopefully, okay. theoretically, you know, as long as I just keep making videos, that's really yeah, so what matters to me. And the, and the views are more important mm. than the subscribers and getting the hours up there um, mm. and just kind of getting to work with some cool companies, um, continuing to do that. I mean, uh, Espresso Display, they started working with me last year. Um, once they're past their media round, I should be getting their Touch 17 this year, um, okay. shortly here. Um, Taurus reached out to me, actually, funny enough. I did a video on the iPhone 15 Pro case that they have, and then they reached out to me. So they're going to be sending me a case for my S24 Ultra here. Cool. Um, I have some interesting things coming up, like uh, ditching the Apple ecosystem. That should do really yeah. well. And actually doing it. like, yeah, half the well, time I yeah. go to do it, and I'm like, uh, I, I get like, I hit the struggle, and I'm actually wearing my Galaxy watch and enjoying well. it. Now, I won't be completely yeah, ditching it because, um, but I'll be kind of talk, touching on that a little bit. But, um, I guess I can touch the on five it. Pro. Um, yeah, five pro, yeah, yep. So, yeah, yeah, yeah my, iPhone, my, my iPhone is going to become my tool. So I'll still have it, but it'll be basically my iPhone because I have a MacBook that I added on. So I'll be using okay. that to record and stuff just because some of that's a little bit easier. I am going to um, be using like LumaFusion on my phone and like plugging it in and using Dex. And that will be like part of a video and then like transferring over to my tablet and using Dex and just mm -hmm. kind of sharing like the differences and experience of using it on a tablet, using it on a phone, using it, you know, in Dex and just kind of comparing um, you know, like, hey, if you are somebody who wants to get one device and record video and then be able to plug in and go, you know, what's the experience like doing that? And mm. I'm sure I'm going to be make some people mad with some of my videos coming out. Um, but, you know, that happens. Well, I don't think there's a in this day and age, I, I don't think and we will touch on it here later in the show because I, I want to talk about it. Um, it's, uh, I, I don't think you can take any, even if you have an opinion, I don't think you can make any statement now that doesn't either upset somebody, trigger somebody or, oh, and, someone and again, gets and, mad. well, and again, and, there, and there's a difference, right? So active, act, actively asking a question or having a point counterpoint to something and saying, when you see somebody do something and ask a general question that can't even be done now. Now it's like, well, why are you upset? I'm like, I'm not upset. First of all, you don't know me well enough. Second of all, I'm not upset. Third of all. I'm not, and then the upset usually is when you're being personally attacking, right? Somebody you're calling somebody stupid mm. or a dumbass. Then obviously you can tell there, there's no way you can transcend to tell me that you're not upset if you're throwing personal insults at a person you don't know. That yeah. that insults you, or threats. Insults right. or threats. Or, yeah, exactly. So I think, but if you're just asking a general question of the why or the how or the thought process behind, even then you get people going, Why are you why are you? I'm so upset. It's like, no, it's this is what we do. We talk about tech. I'm trying to I'm trying to understand your point of view. Give me right. some more information. <laughs> or or I I see the thing and I have a point of view. And just because I don't mm. have 15 million or 10 million or a thousand subscribers on YouTube, I can still have an opinion on it and still ask the question. So it, it's gonna be tough, but I say just do the content and that I think that's what you should do, right? The consistency of it. But I guess my question is do you make a lot of videos and kind of have them in a sort of bullpen? and kind of be able to use those as you need it? Or is it, you just get on a string, I'm kind of creating them in a, I'm in a rhythm, just make a bunch. And then I have some to work with. I have some to use. I can eject ones that I think they aren't going to work, or I've decided to change my mind. I mean, how do, when you're making seven videos in a day, 
do you put those in st- like on a shelf and go, okay, today is a good day to pop this one in because I'm not feeling it. How do how do you use so, those in your workflow? So at this point, what I did is I have all the clips, and then I edited one of them together, put it up, and then the next day, like edit another and put it up, and I do it that way so that I don't edit them all and schedule them because then part of me wants to just forget, be like forget about scheduling and want to post them all at once, and that's not mm-hmm. a good idea because I know that you'll only put get so many notifications pushed. I think it's two in twenty four hours is like the limit that they'll mm-hmm. push stuff gotcha. out. Um, but. Yeah, I want to have them on the shelf. So that's why I'm also talking about like cutting back to every other day or every like third day or so. Um, I've also looked at my analytics and realized like Mondays and Thursdays and Sundays tend to be pretty good. So yeah, Sunday and Monday will be close. But realistically, that's almost every third day, Monday, Mm -hmm. Thursday, Sunday, you know, so it'll be two back to back. But then the others are kind of... um, And then I have a second channel that I've been doing, my tech discussions channel. And I posted some content on there, but then I posted a discussion video on my main channel. And it's done surprisingly well. So now it makes me think, well, maybe I'll just do it on my main channel and forget about the other for now. Just just forget about the other one. Um, And then then later on, I can separate it. Like, you know, at some point, if people are like, oh, we really like that, but maybe it's not doing well on the main channel anymore, I could, you know separate it off or um but at this point it's like i don't want to have to keep track of two channels yeah i think um, where you're looking for that growth and you want that 5k for the year i think stick to that main channel and and do it all in there i think that's a bit i mean a way. yeah it's my one plus video um so somebody posts a question how they like how do they make their devices cheaper than samsung and i'm like well i have the answer so i'm gonna make a video and i put it up and it got pretty good growth in like the first 24 hours and then it slowed down a little bit but i think it's at like 1100 views now so oh nice um, nice and then i posted what? something on t- i posted a video on tiktok showing um which i hadn't posted in forever showing the whole like um circle to search thing but like the yeah. three different ways you can use it mm. and that one hit like 900 views like that like i yeah. in a half an hour it was at like <laughs> ridiculous and then it's a really nice feature it's a nice feature well like people want to know and people don't realize that like you it's essentially a fancy version of google lens yeah but like here's a way to do it quickly like if you want to scan it i was showing how to scan a qr code um because Mm. um uh alex you know uh, alex gear and tech had posted something about like hey i have qr codes that i use now since shorts won't let me do links to to products and i'm like and he's like well how do i tell people how to quickly get to that i was like well you can do this and then i realized like okay you can use the edge panel and put your google there and then hit google lens you can bring up the camera and then just focus it at it and do circle to search and then google google <laughs> there's like a bunch of different ways yeah to the same solution which is kind of amazing and like the fact that it brings you right there and but you can do that with a pixel too you know because you have circle circle to search and even without circle to search just any i can do it on my iphone the google app yeah. because google lens is within it you can literally any phone that you install google search right. you can scan See, it i think that's great because like showing people different ways to do things like we we did a sh- uh, short um a while back which was four ways to do a screenshot because everyone wants to fight do different ways like some people like the buttons some people like swiping everyone does different ways don't they so it's it's good to show people the different options. I like I like videos like that. Google is over here on my phone, like uh, trying to answer everything I just said. 
<laughs> I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Oh yeah, and then like I said, so it, it's it's good to see that you're you're still making content, and then uh, we and of course we want to have you on the show because we haven't talked to you in a while, and uh, and of course uh, whenever there's a slow tech week or a slow tech time, yeah, here comes a couple of launches and a couple of things on on the tech in the tech space. So let's just talk about the big stupid white elephant in the room. Let's talk about Apple Vision Pro because that became a thing. Yeah, hi guys. I, I like, <laughs> well, and interesting enough, me and Michael were just uh, were kind of on listening to Zach talk sec. He has his live stream was right before. This I'm going to spend the rest of the show like this. Um. Well, he he spent most of the show wearing like uh, ski goggles, and it was kind of interesting. So, um, okay, we can we can stop now. That's fantastically annoying. Let's quit. <laughs> That's why I'm doing and, it because I know it's gonna, I, know. I know it's going to annoy you. <laughs> it's it's working. It's working. No, I'm just kidding. And for those of you listening to the podcast, you didn't see that. Thank God. Well, this and we're not editing it out because we don't edit anything on the show. No, so, no editing. That's good. Um, I, and I, you know, and it's funny. I, I, I've been watching the content and paying attention to it, and it mm. just reminds me of when I uh, about let's see what six years ago might have been longer six or seven years ago I had a chance at a Microsoft event at a store when they had stores in St. Louis, I had a chance to actually check out a Microsoft HoloLens um, for about a half an hour. It was awesome. Like you could have like Netflix on the wall and then you could have Outlook here. What was kind of neat was because it was augmented reality, you could, I had Outlook open, but it was on the, the wall to my right. So what was kind of cool is I had Outlook open and I didn't have to engage it until I looked at it. If I turned and looked at it, you could see your inbox. And it was such a great experience. It had like stuff coming out of the floor, all this kind of thing. And I remember Microsoft trying to um, to make it into like a commercial product. They were talking about like what pricing would be. And they said three grand. And first of all, everybody was hit shit a brick. It was like $3,000. That's ridiculous. What the hell? A typical Surface, typical Microsoft, da, 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 right? And nobody would touch it with a 30-foot pole. And like I said before, I've told you how tech works. If once Apple does it, that's the good housekeeping seal of approval. Now it's the thing. And no, it's hilarious. Acceptable. Well, because... <laughs> It, had, it was Windows on your face. You had Windows. You could look at stuff. It was a great way to engage in, in Windows. You could run ads. You could have Netflix running. You could have, right? It was augmented reality. And nobody would touch it. Nobody was even talking about it. And and Zach's point was, well, it's a timing thing. I said, no, man. It's because it's Apple doing it. It's yeah. Apple doing it, man. That's what it is. If this was Google doing it, who cares? Yeah, it had been cool. No big deal. Microsoft did it. You know, MetaQuest, right? HTC Vive, we've been doing this for a while, right? But all of a sudden, now we have Vision Pro. It's $3,500, and, and people are buying. So that's cool. My my question to you is, my, I mean, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, like I said, just – and then I'm not talking about the general, like, would you use it? We were talking about use cases, and you made some really great points, I thought, as far as um, people with social anxiety and then also for, like, training. Like, if you're doing a training for – not just surgical, but just any kind of training. If you're doing – somebody want to do a thing on how to rebuild a you – know, how to do a brake job. You know, if you're sitting there and you get your car and take the tire off and show you how to pull up. You know, I mean, so what are your thoughts on that and all the kind of – hubbub with it like your your general feelings about this last couple of days so with all <laughs> the content things, as a content creator a couple things um i delved on one of the reasons why apple can do some of the things um in um my patreon um yes shameless plug i have a patreon oh, go check it out it's all free now i i did have a paid like if you want to you can pay for it and whatever um i did have it initially where like all my old articles were under the paid and then the newest was free because i figured oh you know somebody needs to at least have one article now i just kind of made it and like if you want to support or whatever um so i touched on it a little bit in one of my videos there but i think part of it is trust 
so you know facebook has like had horrible trust issues as far as like um privacy and some of that stuff and yeah well apple's not like obviously we know that privacy is a marketing thing um but i feel like part of that is the trust especially of their user base of like here when you're gonna join in like their ecosystem and like the ease of like grabbing a new product and if you already have one of their products transitioning into it's super easy um I was actually having a discussion with somebody about this with somebody who was like, why does the Mac have stage manager? And I said, well, if you think about it, so iPad OS originally was basically an iPhone and a larger, and now it's similar, but it's expanded upon that. But if you have an iPhone, you can transition to an iPad really easy. You have an iPad and you say, well, I need more. I need more ports. I need a full on operating system more than like stage manager connecting your iPad can do. You get a MacBook and somebody says, well, this is confusing. So like they turn on stage manager UI and now you have something that's familiar. So when you go to vision OS, it's the familiarity. And I think the brilliance and some people are like, well, it's just iPad apps that are available. Just iPad apps. Think about that. That's brilliant. That means <laughs> you're used to your iPhone. You're used to your iPad. There's no, like, yeah, you can move it with your hands, but, like, the gestures are all familiar. Pinching to zoom, grabbing the bottom corner to make it smaller and larger. That's something that we do within apps on, like, Android when you have them in window mode. You grab the corner and you move it. On Windows, Mac OS, Linux, you grab the corner and you move it. You pinch to zoom in, um, like, natural gestures. But I think part of it really comes down to trust, Um Interesting, like, you know, um, we all know um, Jason Pavlianis Tech had his, like, Can You Trust series. And mm -hmm. I think, um, yeah, you know, App Apple, um, whether they deserve it or not, and, you know, it depends on your perspective of things. Uh, you know, everybody has had companies where they've had issues where they've, you know, lost trust in a company or gained trust in a company because of how they've done. But I feel like they're trusted more than some mm -hmm. of the other companies and so they're allowed to like, come out, yeah. and, and release a product and say like mm -hmm. oh it's like for example i can ask siri to pull up my password on my phone and it will bring me into uh keychain which is like their password manager and it's on device now google recently i can't remember was it android 13 that they brought that where the the um, google password manager is on the pixel you don't have to like go into chrome it's actually like in the settings and you can click on yeah. it and it brings it up i think it was android 13 when they did that um but i can't ask google like hey what's my i've tried it i'm a pixel <laughs> like hey what's my amazon password it doesn't pull up like ask me to scan my finger and bring it in but the password manager is there. That's one cool thing. Like people are like, Apple doesn't do cool stuff. Like Siri does is useless. It's like, well, for me, there's things that it does that like, for example, I can ask Siri to show me my son's bedroom and it pulls up my, my camera, my Eufy camera, which works with Amazon, uh, Google and HomeKit and pulls it up. But if I ask my Google hub or my pixel, it says launch the Eufy app. Like there's just certain things that like they do. Mm. And so mm. there's that integration that's like ecosystem, but it's not just within their own. Cause that's not an Apple branded, like that's not an Apple branded camera I'm using. That's, you know, some, right. um, and they're, and like, um, uh, what's the new matter, you know, the matter integration and some of the stuff mm -hmm. that they're doing. Um, and so for me, I think a huge part of it is just like, yeah, well you have to have an iPhone to send messages if they're not just iMessages. Like to be able to text, you still have to have an iPhone that's on as the base text. Now with RCS, will that change? Maybe, hopefully, it would be kind of cool. 
Like that's the one thing I think like if somebody's like, well, I've seen people using these these products, but I've gotten away from having an iPhone. I really like my Android, but I want to be able to text people. And oh, uh, Macs are cool, but like it'd be really neat if I could carry this around. If you think about it, like the Apple Vision Pro can basically be an iPhone, an iPad, a Mac, like all on your head. Mm-hmm. And you're not confined to the space around you and you're not confined to actual physics. And so some of the use cases, I feel like we're not even really we're not even really touching on yet. And it's cool to see these videos where they're talking about entertainment and stuff. But like that seems really like simplistic. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think part of it is because we're in reality, the technology that we have on us, the way that most of us use it is very simple. Like we check email on our phone, we send messages, we scroll Twitter. Well, I could do that on a dial up machine, you know, running 56K. I can scroll, you know, I can See, send messages, I can do Michael, it. But I think that's a very good point because speed. people don't use the devices they've currently got to their max. So Oh, I wouldn't say they use it to half the potential, not even to max. I mean, I think there's a lot yeah. of people who don't even really leverage most of yeah. what their phone's capability really can. That's what I'm saying. So, so from their point of view, they're thinking, what's the ProVision going to do for me, mm-hmm. especially for that money? Do you know what I mean? We're, you're a tech guy, and you will use it, Michael, definitely. You would enjoy it. and It's, um, it's like it's like to somebody like what's why should i buy an s-line samsung device over like an a15 mm. oh it has dex well what's dex oh yes oh that's cool but like why would i use that and i said to somebody the other mm-hmm. day well um yeah you you can hook up like a mac mini or you could carry an ipad or you could carry a laptop but like can you fit that in your pocket and it's like well you need a keyboard or mouse not really i can walk into like uh i could go into a hotel room and connect to their TV through you know mm-hmm. wireless decks and use the keyboard and mouse on it and do most of my or you could pull up on like a pocket keyboard and stuff and yeah um battery limitation being two hours yeah there is that but like okay part of it is like realistically in front of a screen like this like my monitor and I have my laptop over here I shouldn't be looking at these things for more than like 90 minutes straight without taking yeah that's a anyway. good point um, now, obviously, the battery is going to take a bit to charge up. We don't I haven't seen anybody talk about like how quick does it charge as slow as an iPhone battery? Or does it charge faster because it's not having to like output to a display and like send out cell signal and all this stuff? And then like with an iPhone, you know, you can turn it off, but the minute you plug it in, it turns on, which is really annoying. Um, I think like comfort devices, as well. It's really yeah. you know, it's really cool. And like, but you could connect up like an anchor like 20,000 milliamp hour battery in your pocket and plug it in through that USB-C. Yeah, but treat it like yeah. it was plugged in the wall. But like I think two hours of yeah, that you thing don't on your head, it. I think yeah. it's enough anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like right. if you're using it at home where you're sitting, like using it like a, uh, like for example, I live in a 540 square foot apartment. What's cool to me is like the idea that I could take this out to my couch and pull up all these screens mm. and, be, and I could be teaching. I actually brought up this concept today. I was like, I could be teaching my son and let's say like he asked me a question i could just like look at the little like add a tab icon in safari on there and then just like use my voice to look it up and then give him the answer and theoretically you know as this technology advances the idea that what would be cool is if i could make a gesture where i just like take my whole hand and grab the whole screen and like throw it towards my apple tv and because of the camera see that the apple tv is in the room it just pops over there so he could see it outside mm. the screen and be mm. like okay xander take a look at that you know that's your answer like this is where i see the because right now we have augmented reality and we have virtual reality 
and you know the difference being one is like uh one is um like separating you completely entirely from your space and the other is to like interact between the two but not really like one is like projecting virtual into your real but the mixed reality part of it is is where i see the potential of the idea like you could throw things towards like to just do that mm -hmm. or like somebody else is wearing one and you're like check this out and you just like throw it towards them with a gesture mm -hmm. and it knows that we already see where uh, for example with with um airdrop if i move my phone around if i'm pointing my phone more towards my wife she'll be prioritized in the list like if i'm at my parents and then like more towards my dad like whoever you're angling it towards with the ultra wide band mm -hmm. technology it kind of prioritize same thing with mm -hmm. these headsets and they have cameras that are always on and that brings that ethical question of like yeah <laughs> you're in public but the minute you walk into a building that you're in private space um do they need they should in i feel like they need to integrate like something that says oh you're walking into a building um uh shut off the cameras um you know hold your finger to allow microphone and then if the person's you ask the person is it okay if i record if they say yes then the vision pro says okay and like allows it through if they say no it just shuts down like there needs to be some sort of level of like yeah you're holding your finger so the person knows that you're asking the microphone and it like a little dot and then mm. if they say no it just doesn't that's the but that's the problem with everything my phone is in my pocket i could be doing the same thing i could put this on record mm. put it in my pocket walk in and nobody knows so the ethics is really on the user like whether and part yeah, of that's that. what's scary and, <laughs> when it's on the but, user. That's well, what's scary. <laughs> and I and I will and I will, but yeah, and, and I agree with that. However, I, I don't think um, this is really uh, it, this this Apple Vision Pro should not be used in a public space. I, I'm sorry if you're in a commercial space, like if you're at work and you're using it for like a Hololens or a Vision Pro, or whatever. Mm. I you and I I've seen the videos of people driving with it, which is I think is horseshit. I don't think that's what people are going to do, but. Again, people have free will, right? So they're going to see people using this thing. I'm telling you, and somebody made the point. Somebody's going to put this on their head in public, and somebody's going to walk up behind them because they're not going to see it coming. Because I don't care if you got if you got somebody's occluding your vision and hearing, it's you're not spatially aware, and somebody's going to either take it off your head, or you're going to hurt yourself because you're going to step into something. You're going to walk down a flight of stairs, or you're going to reach out for something that's metal or sharp or hot <laughs> or whatever because you're not going to see it right now. If it, it, at some point, if it has a thing where, to this point, right, the technology evolves where it says, "Hey, danger!" It can sense that it's got a temperature. They realize the thing you're reaching for is super hot because it can sense that the temperature is, "Hey, this is above 130 degrees. This piece of thing you're touching is hot." Right? It's it can do those kind of things, but. I don't think this is designed to be worn outside the home or inside of a controlled area, right? I don't think you should be walking down the street, sitting at a pub with it on. Maybe at some point in some future that I probably won't be alive for, maybe that becomes a thing. Yeah, and it's, I, it's and strange and to I, me. Well, and here's the thing. You, have, you had HoloLenses. Somebody had them, right? You had MetaQuest. You have HTC Vibes. Nobody's going to the coffee shop with them. Do you know why they're going to a sh coffee shop with the Vision Pro in their head? It's the same reason why. Because, again, we're talking about we're no longer tech here. We're bridging. This is now a flex. This is why you drive. You know, you. I have a Vision Pro. People that know know I spent thirty five hundred on it. It's an Apple product. It's it's no, I'm dead serious. No, you have mm -hmm. a Vision Quest Meta Quest. It's true, you man. Ever wear decide to wear that to a coffee shop to play a whatever lightsaber game you're going to play? It wouldn't even occur to you to take that out with you. You were just have, do it at home. 
has Meta marketed that I was that way though, where like Apple showed it on a plane and it showed it like in the like you using it out and about. Yeah, it's plane. Kind of similar, it's plane kind of like, similar, like a, a plane. Like you can't similar. run around in. It's a controlled yeah. environment. Oh, yeah. Unless you want to run that on makes... a fuselage. Good luck to you. That's going to be a, <laughs> that'll be a thirty-five thousand dollar flight. You know, but it's a controlled space. Yeah. I'm talking about where you have where people can interact with you, general public. Like I, if I. I couldn't like walking down the street. I don't get that. I guess technically on a plane, I guess somebody could assault me and take my headset, but they're not going to run yeah, very far. Yeah. Right? Less they're likely, not going yeah. very far. Right. I'm talking controlled environments, workplace. Mm. Right? I 100% and agree. Walking I mean, down I guess, Times Square, yeah. you're 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 asking for trouble. And the first person gets yeah. their head kicked in or get their shit taken because they're going to go, uh. <laughs> That's common sense, folks. But apparently, we're going to see how that works. It, I, it I would be in, it would be interesting with all the sensors and cameras on it. If somebody grabs it, if you could press and hold on your watch, and it triggers a mode, and all of a sudden the scanners on the cameras come on, and it like captures the face of the person who stole it and pings it. Sure. To, like, your, then, but then like, you got to be the eventual yeah. like you got to capture the guy. Right, you got to capture the guy, then you got to go ahead and go through the criminal system and all that. Yeah, good yeah. luck. I mean, it's one thing yeah. I'll say, Michael, is the people that are going to steal, they won't give a shit. The, the interesting thing will be is it will be useless to them because the yeah. whole eye, the whole eye um, where it scans your eyes they won't be able to use it and then um, yeah you know why people, people have stolen Max and the minute they connect it to like it's around another Apple device and it goes on it or it, like connects to the web it's it's triggered. But these people that still like, these people that still don't don't steal it for themselves they steal it right. to sell it. Well, yeah. and here's the thing. But somebody's why... gonna buy it and they're not gonna right, they're it's lock until they go to put it on <laughs> right. and, they, and they're gonna be yeah. like, Oh, I got a great deal. I paid fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, well, or, guess or yeah. Rock. well the good thing is too, it's like <laughs> that's why people really don't steal phones anymore because of blacklists and all that kind of stuff. You can email mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it really isn't a thing. You just have your say your phone's stolen and then all of a sudden they block the IMEI and then the phone's worthless, right? So I I, I, I just see, just um, yeah, it's gonna be cool. I can see an interesting scenario though for like business person. So imagine you're told you need to give a presentation. So you like, let's say uh, maybe you're in a city. So you like you hop in a cab or you hop on like um, you hop in like a, a train or whatever. The idea that you can pull up like this presentation in front of you and like work on it without like pulling out your laptop and you could just have this thing would be kind of neat. And then you get there and like maybe you pull out like then you pull out like your phone or whatever and like connect or your laptop and connect because the other thing if you think about like with a laptop having that on your lap or like like a quick stop and that thing goes flying the vision you know you have a headset i think that's the cool potential i just wish that like yeah the meta quest is cool i wish they would market some of that more um i had the meta quest too my problem is my head is so wide and then mm -hmm. i have astigmatism so like yeah the quest has like there's lenses and stuff but they won't account for astigmatism even my own mine's only a five degree where like zeiss will account for like with the apple vision pro will account for that and some other stuff but like i need here's here's where i think the best would be a company who makes one that you don't have to get it it just works with your own like you wear your glasses and it just goes around and it doesn't matter because like right. you, for example i can pull up binoculars and use those with my glasses on i could pull up a scope I don't know, and use the, you know, right. I thought, I, uh, you know, I could look into outer space, right? A telescope. I was trying mm. to think of the like. In oh the, yeah, right? no, not yeah. a. Right. Know, not, not, not like a rifle, but you, but you, but yeah. you can do that too. By the but way, you I can, can actually, that, right? You, you, like, can, you can be at a firing range. You don't have to take your glasses off if you're target yeah, shooting. Right? You can so, use your glasses. Like, um, I know somebody mentioned. I think HTC Vive. You can use um, mm -hmm. there, you know, with your glasses on or whatever. Um, yeah, and I could get 
contacts, but like, okay, now my prescription's out. So now I got to go like pay for contacts and I got to pay for like the hundred, $200 for exam for that and the contacts. And then I got to send the prescription. And then like, if somebody else wants to use it, who doesn't have vision issues, now I got to like magnetically disconnect those lenses. I got to worry about cleaning them, scratching them. And so right. it's like, if I could just wear my normal glasses and just, um, but I feel like for a lot of, yeah, like right now for a lot of the use cases, you could go out and you could get, like there's a number of companies that make $500, $400 glasses that you can attach to your phone and, or like they have a hub that attaches and you can project to and do some of the stuff. Um, but I think the problem is, and the, and is they're not part of an ecosystem in the sense of things. And yeah, not all of us yeah. care about an ecosystem, but the fact that like, I don't have to sign into all this stuff. Like if I go to, yeah, Netflix doesn't have an app. YouTube doesn't have an app. Well, I don't have that on my computer either. But um, like if I go to Netflix.com and YouTube.com in Safari on the Apple Vision Pro, my sign-in's there. It's authenticated. It's secured. If I hand it to somebody in guest mode, it knows it's not me. So they can't get into that. Like my banking yeah. account um, sends a pin. And because it's LinkedIn, you know, the whole where you can just click and autofill, it's there. Um, yeah, other companies have that, but like, they, that's part of the conflict of like Meta's running its own operating system and like right. it's not built on. Now, the cool thing is like with some of these that like we've seen Juan and TK and different ones review that the headsets just plug into your phone. That's already all there too. And now you're using the Michael, have you, battery. Have you, tried, have you tried a demo of the Vision Pro? I haven't yet. Um, so that would, be, that would be the interesting thing. I'll have to get contacts probably to be able to do that, though, because otherwise it's mm. going to be blurry, right? I'm going to take off my oh, glasses course, and I won't yeah. be able to see anything. So that's the other problem with some of the, like, the... Uh, but to me, I, I see so many potentials, like, um, education. I see, like, yeah, there'll be the fun stuff. There'll be, like, the art museums. Like, can you imagine I could go, like, into the Louvre and see, like, all the art there and, like, see the Mona Lisa and, like, pinch in on it? I can't touch the thing. I'm gonna get tackled if I try to touch well, that. Well, you, you, can't, you can't touch it now. Zoom in on it. <laughs> you can't like, touch it if you're in the Louvre. You can't touch it. So it's like it's I know missing. that's what I'm saying. So like if I try to get close to that stuff, but the cool thing is like, oh, I just want to look at this art. I could like get zoom in on it and potentially, mm. if the technology is good enough, if they have captured that art at multiple levels, then as I zoom in, it goes from like the original to like really close up. Would be really cool to see some of this stuff, and you could even. Um, one of the things I thought about is, um, so with iOS 17, there's the personal voice where you can, you sit there and it, like you say these phrases and it trains it and then you get kind of a version of yourself that combined with the personas realistically down the line, like, let's say I was in a horrible accident. Well, now I could put on the vision pro and you're going to see my persona and it's captured my voice. I could just be typing in like the virtual and somebody would be seeing and hearing me, but it's not really me. I die. They could take that, you know, and I could live on. That's where I see yeah. some of this technology getting really cool. Now, obviously mm -hmm. like your family would have to give permission because it's your essence essentially. That's, right. but like, I see the potential of some of this stuff and yeah, it's not here yet, but like the first iPhone, right? There was no app store. There wasn't even mm. a there wasn't even a front camera on the thing. You yeah. could do like not very much with it. You could do anything right. that was on the device. Like music was very limited, and now we have like all this cool, you know, spatial music, and we have all this stuff that let's yeah. experience things I, I, different. I, I, like, realistically, again, nothing has really changed. It's just gotten faster, and it's I gotten more accessible. Right, and I that's no where I see the, this getting eventually with the Vision Pro. I just think it was funny that there was a product that did exactly the same thing that you're describing, and nobody gave it a rip about it. 
And all of a sudden, you guys now everybody gives a shit about it. It's like it wasn't a timing <laughs> thing. I, I'm telling you, I used the Howlettes. I'm telling, and here's the thing if you don't think it's worth anything, US military bought a bunch of them. So mm. they're using those yeah, for military yeah. applications, right? So th yeah. there are applications, and especially in a mm. battlefield, spatial awareness. Because if you talk to people who are former veterans, they'll talk about the fact that they don't do a great job of knowing where American and friendly assets are on a, on a dynamic battlefield, you know? So this thing gives them, gives soldiers but, real time man. telemetry and data. And then, I mean, that's a military. The HoloLens, yeah. the HoloLens thing with the military thing was interesting. Cause I, it was um, end of 2022. I think it was where I was reading where they had to, they spent a ton of money, like $10,000 a unit or something like mm -hmm. that to add like a nose piece and reprogram the software because people were getting nauseated because well, and that, well, that's, that's the thing. I think a lot of like, people, yeah, people are going to realize your nose is there, but you right. don't see past it. But in like a virtual space, if there's not a virtual nose, our eyes get do some weird stuff and you start like oh, yeah. your brain tricks like, yourself, your brain... right? <laughs> well, and that's the problem with, with, with virtual I want to try one though. Yeah, I people with virtual reality headsets have a problem because they get they get physically ill. I mean, the, mm -hmm. the fact that they're they they their brain can't actually see spatially what's going on because it's being fabricated by a computer. People have had VR headsets, and a lot of people have noticed they, they get nauseated, they get violently sick. They they and some of them people lose consciousness or get vertigo or fall. I mean, literally walking and they step and they fall over just because it's so disorienting to them. So I think that's why the AR and mixed reality is a lot more accessible because it's not so virtual and you know i would rather i'd rather see the world around me and have it being augmented in a mixed reality as opposed to a totally virtual. did you guys um see that uh, the simpsons predicted the future again yeah they're always i mean <laughs> they always bring them out don't they right <laughs> it's interesting too because it's interesting too because there was like a I don't know if you saw that there was a patent back in 2006 that Apple had showing like basically the Vision Pro connected to an iPod. It was connected to an iPod at the time, like a video iPod. Mm. Um, interesting. Um, you know, it, it, even if you think about that, like the iPad was released in 2010. But prior mm -hmm. to that, you know, Steve Jobs, um, when he was working for Next, they had the tablet and that was basically the iPad. Uh, one of the one of the things I feel like is like some of this stuff is conceptualized and then it's just like you have to wait for the technology to catch up. And it's interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, of course. The, clo yeah, yeah. the closest thing I've ever gotten to some of this cool stuff is I got to sit in a, uh, I got to sit in a uh, uh, fighter helicopter with the, obviously the guns were disabled, but I got to sit in one and do that where you can rotate your head and the gun moves and they actually oh, let me, like cool. move the thing. <laughs> now, obviously the guns disabled, but I got to do that at an airfield when I was like 14 years old and it was pretty cool. And they had like, they had some pretty cool uh, stuff, you know, that's like, so almost 20 years ago, I got to do that. And they, at that time they already had that's pretty awesome. some pretty cool, like aiming technology. And like, yeah. it would say, and it, and you get like a friendly warning sort of yeah, like, it, that's... it would let you know, like, Hey, you can't shoot that person because that's your chances are you were in a, you were sitting in the cockpit of an Apache. So that they have that integrated helmet system where you basically look at the target and it move and it basically the gun on the front looks to where I mean you want to talk about something that's just frightening as far as a cap military capability that thing is wild mm. and then you yeah. know and then you get one of those and you get a whole bunch of uh you get some uh some of the eggs the whole helicopters that you know basically put a bunch it's pretty wild to see how how that technology again it's funny military application right warfare I mean that's how have that you seen are. have you seen so you know they have they have the thing for kids that have like a suction cup on each end and you throw them and they can stick to the wall and they're different yeah. colors. And they'll have ones that are like, uh, 
that are like a suction cup on each end that are two. And then they have ones that go the other way. So now you have four of them and then they'll go like the third axis. So you have six and all the way around. Right. Well, there's a company that basically built a thing that's kind of like that, but it's for, it's for finding mines. So it's basically a, uh, like a sphere, but it's a bunch of these, you know, not a solid sphere. So if it goes over something, it can trigger those off. And then it has a GPS in it and it sends that information back. So they know like where those mines went off. My thinking is like, we're already, you know, I imagine they're already doing this with the HoloLens headsets. You know, you could send robots out and just do these things. But like the fact that you, for me, that you have something that's a little bit more beyond just the glasses and it's like integrated into one in a headset. And it's a little bit more than like a meta quest where some of the stuff still requires like an outside computer, the Apple vision pro, you know, having an actual Mac, I, I thought it was funny. I, I cut out the face Mac. You know, you have the Facebook, now you have the face Mac or the iMac if you want to. Right. <laughs> um, the idea that you have this all on your head is pretty cool because now you have applications. You can write the software for a Mac and then just run it on this potentially. Um, mm -hmm. But like the idea that like drones piloting, like the fact that this can capture in spatial and then play it back where just a capture device like... um is like tens of thousands of, of dollars. Um, Linus Tech Tips did a video. Um, he ended up using an iPhone to program, but they they have their new, like new studio that's all a green screen, but they can do like multiple layouts and then it tracks in real time their movement and then can do like virtual cameras in different dimensions. And mm. he used an iPhone because of the LiDAR scanner on it because he said it would cost him like 50 grand to buy the equipment where he could just grab an iPhone and use the LiDAR scanners on it and bring it yeah. into the software. <laughs> Yeah, um, and, and we're seeing gaming doing that now too. But like, um, Greg McFadden did a video where he scanned somebody else's face and used them for his his uh, persona. So he yeah. showed it is possible that you could actually scan somebody else's face and then use them as. He... Yeah, That's I mean, it's, I mean, it's the technology is fantastic. I just, I just, again, I find it interesting that it is annoying that like other companies well, did this a long time ago. But well, I think and it's, part of it's it is they like did it and then they didn't market it. But the well, and that's the problem. Like, well, or they did. The well, they did. Nobody Microsoft cares because is, it's Microsoft is, is, and it's Windows, and nobody cares because it's not cool. It's not sexy. And again, they pro and of course, in true Microsoft stupidity, they were probably trying to angle it more into a business enterprise space, and that really wasn't. I mean, well, that's the genius great. part is the yeah. government has all this money, so they could buy it, so they didn't have to pitch to people who are like, "Well, that's really expensive," because the government's like, "Oh, five thousand dollars a piece or whatever." Nah, no yeah. problem. Software upgrades have to be done. We'll 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 pay we'll pay for development of that. So Microsoft's version is. So it's interesting to see, like, because um, one of the things that we think about, like, okay, $3,500 is expensive, but think about, like, Apple's basically been, yeah, they're a multi-trillion dollar company, but they've basically been investing out of their own pocket to develop this, like, some of this stuff this whole time. And, mm -hmm. and then they come out and it's like, well, you have access to this at $3,500, but there's no additional cost. It's not like you're having Things to pay developers to develop it. They are. And then Mr. developers Pepper. are paying to develop in it. So it'll be interesting to see. Like, I hope that though, I hope this makes like Microsoft say, hey, we're gonna go into the private sector and like mm. other companies think about marketing a little bit more interesting too. Mr. Pepper, my, my question though is do you, you predict the Vision Pro to be successful? Yes or no? I I actually think it already is, um, from what think. the original like numbers are. Because originally they were projecting a much smaller amount. Yeah, we've heard like bots bought some, but yeah. like if you think so, think look at this for so 
I want us to think about in perspective for a little bit. So the number of folds that Samsung sold the first generation, they hit like yeah. 500,000. I think it was after like a year and a half or whatever, because, you know, there was the delay, there was the original and then the, anyway, but then you look at the markets it was sold in. And then you look at the number of total phones that like Samsung full sold in all those markets. And then you take that percentage and then you look at, there was like 200,000 of these sold versus 30. It was like 38 million iPhones sold in that same market. And you look at that percentage, that percentage is really high mm. for a device that costs twice as much. Now the foldable had some issues with like, has some things like you got to convince somebody really right. That oh, like, had a lot um, of issues. Yeah. Like, well, and, and then there's durability, but with this, there's durability too. So for me, it's interesting to see that like, basically they convinced half a percentage of iphone users to buy that's like one out of every 200 to basically buy this thing mm -hmm. is an interesting well, thing to me and and yeah. more people and that's just on like the the initial launch days yeah some people have canceled but then we're also seeing people now they say like oh it's come out and um we've actually changed our mind or now that it's because it's available in the store i think that's the other thing that's interesting too like because it's available in a store or like, could you go demo a HoloLens? Can you go demo like some of these things in store? Yeah, I could buy it on Amazon and then return it. But like, I can't go buy like a uh, like a TCL like there or like um, X-Real or like these. I can't go into a store and see like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to have a problem. So I buy it and then I have a problem. I got to return it. And right. there's some of Well, that. the funny thing is Microsoft stores, they had uh, they were they were selling the high of the HTC Vive. That was what was on demo. Because again, Hololens wasn't designed to be a commercially sold product. Like they, the one I got was really a, it was a basically it was an enterprise demo, and I got it through a Microsoft rep. So, and I again, I couldn't leave the store. I had to stand in the store, and he stood right next to me while I kind of manipulated it. So, um, I, I would argue that it's a success just because it's already launched. Mm -hmm. Because my question is, how many Apple products have gotten launched that have failed? Well, and we've seen they killed Hard, they hardware killed, wise. I mean, they look, killed look, air I, power, right? They killed air power. Off. Well, they never got to, but, they, but did it mark? But that's they what I'm saying. Like, it. yeah, they, they killed they, it before they, they, got out. they announced it. And then they're like, nah, where they announced the vision pro and apparently enough that developers and enough interest was there that they just, and they could do it. Right. See, so the I, air I power, I think that, it was because they tried to do it and realized it was going to catch on fire. Right. And then, <laughs> you know, like I said, also, yeah, but I mean, that's thing is my, when once Apple brought it, brings it to market, it's automatically success because. It, it's it's an Apple product to market. It, mm. it, can sell, a, it literally sells itself. You don't need a use case. Mm. It literally people wise, buy it cool. because it's an Apple product, period, end of story. They don't even care how much it costs. 3500 is a drop in a bucket for some of these people. It's like, okay, well, that's fine. That's and developer-wise, um, they, they could launch and say, well, we already have an iPhone app or an iPad app. We're going to make it available on there. See how many people are interested in using it just that way. And then we can adapt it to the spatial. And then once we've done that, we can take what we've learned from that and we say, oh, there's however many people have bought the Quest. Well, now we're going to make it available for that too. Where oh, people yeah. might be annoyed, like how, why don't you have it already available for that? Well, part of it is like you're developing strictly for the Quest. Right. Like you're not, like where if you develop, because of the whole reverse engineering, uh, the whole like kind of up the chain thing, you could develop for an iPhone and you could say, well, I want to make it for an iPad. And then now mm -hmm. you can make it available on a Mac, like LumaFusion, right? It's available on Mac and then it's available on these. And like DaVinci Resolve is available, which has been cool to see um, people editing like in DaVinci Resolve and walking up to their timeline. That's kind of amazing. And being like, Ooh, 
I'm going to just scrub yeah. along or like bringing yeah. your audio in and out and like um, eventually cuts would be really cool. Like, can you imagine you just like point at a spot with one hand and you make a scissor action with the other and it makes a cut and then you move yeah. your finger over, you do the same thing and you just go like this and throw it away. Like, <laughs> yeah, for a creator, this is great. But again, this is at some point, this is going to have to have regular person adoption. And that's, well, that's great for a creator, but most people aren't going to use it for that. If they're just a regular user, mm -hmm. they're going to be sitting at home. They're probably like, I thought it was cool when I had the little headset that I got for my, uh, my note five was the little plastic little deal. And it was kind of cool because they had a, it was an episode of Saturday Night Live, but you could kind of look around and see the entire stage. So that was kind of neat. It was more an immersive experience where I could see like, at, you know, they have this at the, at the, you know, I have the stage up and you could look around and see off stage, right? You could see what, what the booms look like and everything was, it's kind of a neat experience to see. I, I think it's going to be, um, it'll be successful because uh, I, Apple will throw a bunch of marketing behind it. They don't have to worry. The people in the world, the text, the pack people are going to love it. They're going to talk about it. They're going to make sure. Um, and there'll be some naysayers and people that kind of complain about it. But at the end of the day, it'll be successful. And I, I hope well, so. We've just spoke about it for 48 minutes. So. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be successful. One of the things that just came to mind that I hadn't really thought of is you said, you know, yeah, for creators, that's kind of neat. But Apple's whole market for their whole, all the, their Macs is really for creators. It's for artists, musicians, like creative mm -hmm. types. And so I think, well, this is a headset and then there's cool fun and like entertainment aspect of it. It really is at this point a Mac that you put on your face where you can bring up like multiple mm. screens and you can interact with some apps, like some basic apps that are made available because Mac OS allows them. But it will be interesting to see does that eventually cross the. And I think that's where we'll see. I think that's where we'll see like a regular version or like an SE or like a Air version of it because those mm. are like the ones that like the normal, like the people that, like for example, if you just want an iPhone, you buy like a regular iPhone or like an SE or you and you want like a, a laptop to do basic things that can also get really good battery life. But you, it doesn't matter if you have Windows or Mac OS, you can buy like a MacBook Air and for a thousand dollars, you're getting a pretty good, you know, whatever. So I think we're going to see that same crossover where it's like the pro line comes out first, like the MacBook Pro came out first. And so even that's like where I can see it being and, a success. And then actually, it trickles like, down to the, like even yeah. technically the iPad, even though the regular iPad was out first and then the pro came later, really the pro was the successor to the regular iPad. And then the regular iPad that we see every year, the you know Gen 10 or whatever is really like the basic non-pro version. Mm -hmm. And then the Air came out. Um, we see that with each of their devices. They did the same thing, AirPods, and you had... Um, you know, AirPods Pro came out, and then you, and then they trickle things down. The AirPods Three have a lot of the features of the Pro Two, and it's interesting. In the watch, you know, they had the the crazy expensive one, and then now the Ultra has a lot of the features that were in. The, well, and yeah, and, I, and I, it, with all of them, I mean, Apple's smart play, in a way. Well, it's their playbook, and we know they're going to do it, so they're going to do it, and that's why I'm saying it's going to be a success because Apple's not going to make sure it fails. It's not going to fail because they're going to mm -hmm. let it fail. They're going to do that stratification. They're going to do the same thing that they know works in the market, what they did with their MacBooks. They've done it with their watches. They've done it with their phones. I mean, here's the thing. It's Apple. It's a machine. It's going to do exactly what it always does. Every good company does. Once they find, you know, what, what, did, what did Bull Durham say? Don't fuck with the winning streak. Basically, that's what it is. When you got something that works and it, it's deployable and it works and it's solid and it's tested in the market, keep using it. They're going to do the same with the Vision Pro, and that's fine. And but the only thing I would say is, and this is going to segue to one of the other thing I want to talk about before we run out of time. Um, they got to fix the FaceTime because the old I Justine MKBHD thing that that was creepy as shit. I don't care what anybody says. I don't <laughs> think it's at all cool. It's awkward to watch that FaceTime. That's like this ethereal kind of like. 
I no, I mean, I know it's again. I, I realize it's going to be developed. They're going to work on it. I thought it was creepy as hell. It's I, interesting too because one of the things I think that I wish that the people that were doing this would mention the fact that you're only able to capture like at a lower resolution. So not only do you have something that's capturing this, but then like that's being portrayed to us at like 720p. Yeah, because just... so far what I've heard from like uh, like Viper and Trenton and some of them that have gotten in and tried that said it's actually much better when you see it in person because it's kind of like you're seeing that full resolution as opposed to like a yeah, screen but it's recording not, it's, of it. But then... the the way the it's but it's not you. It's you can tell that there's it's not a, mm -hmm. it's not me talking like right now. I can see your face. I can see all the little small. Yeah, that's true. Like, you can't. You can't yeah. replicate that with that thing. It just doesn't look right. And it'll be interesting so, to see where that goes. And you know, oh yeah, I, I think I'm they glad that they it. call it a beta too. I'm glad that they're calling it a beta, so people clearly realize like this is yeah, it's like, rough in and it's weird. Um, and maybe because I'm old, that's possible. But uh, MK and speaking of Marquez, apparently he's uh in a little bit of a a little bit not I said issue because he don't really obviously. Um, he decided he's not going to review the One Plus Twelve, and um, yeah. I didn't agree with the comments to a certain. Well, well, it depends on the well, it depends on the comments, right? So I'm not going. So to you're, you're... Well, not right, not right now. I will. Yeah, in no. months, probably. Um, yeah, you're gonna so, review it. Yeah, I'm being very conscious about like what I spend money on. Um, yeah, and some stuff. So, um, and I'm. I think gonna, it's trying to see how things go reviewing. as far as like using my using my S24 Ultra, and not using my iPhone. I'm gonna see how that goes because theoretically, mm. here's what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to trade uh, to either sell or. I might just trade in my uh, my iPhone because, um, yeah, I could probably sell it and get a little bit more. But I looked at it, and I'd be paying like 150 to one plus to get the the 12 um, with trading in my. And I didn't pay full price for my 15 Pro either. Like so, like yeah, savings nice. and savings, yeah. savings and, on savings. It, right? it just depends. I I'll probably sell it locally just because then I don't have to deal with like the one plus trade in. And I could probably get close to that 800 dollars by doing it locally. Um, sell it and my watch, and then and easily get you know more than what that is and just do it and you know it's all out it's all taken care of there's no payments on it and right. and i feel like um does it really matter if i do it now or in a couple of months not for me because really. i'd rather be i'd rather know that i can focus on what i'm focusing on and not right. have it be like well i have s24 ultra and i have a one plus 12 which do i and i can compare them like which do i focus on i'd rather just be focused on you know and then do it at some point and people people are interested like people have said to me hey are you going to be reviewing this and i'm like well not right now and they're like well i'll, I'll be, you know i'll subscribe and i like your content now and i'll be back for that too i'm like that's cool to see though like people's like mm. wanting you to cover something right and accepting like hey i can't be spending that kind of money on that I did you michael did you see the comments so like uh, like he said <laughs> they were saying oh is that an 11 oh it looks the same as the 11 but that's so they're saying that, but okay, every iPhone but looks the same. Every Samsung looks every the same. It's like it's a bit of a stupid comment. I felt. Um, I, I think the twelve is a really nice refinement over the eleven. Like it's I mean, lots of upgrades. I feel. Look at the so like of, uh, every Android device right now. They're all have yeah. a hole punch, and and whether it's flat or curved, that's really the only difference. But they well, like they're all going flat screen now. Samsung, a OnePlus, right. or whatever. They all kind of look the similar. It's the back that looks different, and yeah, it looks kind of like it, but it's larger. Um, there is some things that they did, like the approach. I think um, the uh, how it looks kind of like a timepiece. So the how what they did with the reflectivity in in the front of it. Um, as a photographer, like the around the edges, it looks like a lens, which is pretty cool. And some of the yeah, stuff I like it. They have. Yeah. I mean, I I honestly, um, 
I honestly think the OnePlus 11 was one of the best cam um, smartphones um, cameras last year. Um, I even liked it, like putting it up against like Pixel stuff. As as far as like, oh, yeah. indoor, as far as mm -hmm. indoor, they're they're ten bit. Oh, the color accuracy with that. Um, you know, just point, even just point and shoot. Um, I know really Barry, Barry enjoyed his. Barry really. Yeah, I'm really struggling with the Ultra right now because indoor mm -hmm. just it just still has the and as somebody with a kid, I need something I can just point and shoot. Yeah, it's promo, mm -hmm. but like, am I gonna have time? And I don't want to yeah. tell him. I want yeah. the authenticity. Like he does some weird look on his face. I want to be able to just snap it without him noticing. I don't. And so, yeah. like to me, yeah, there's other cool stuff. But like, it's the same reason I don't take my full out camera to try to, you know, do and some of that stuff. And so, nobody so, else is going to either. Like, who is going to buy a phone and then like alter all this? You know. So my thing was with with it is is the comments about um, people making comments about the fact that he wasn't reviewing it and why. And I would make, and then somebody said, well. You know, I, I think it's a bad idea. And then, of course, people were a lot more not nice about it. And then somebody else made a comment about it and talking about, you know, basically questioning the motivation behind it. Like, why why would he review it? And then somebody else kind of said, well, well, why you care so much? It's his content. It's his channel. And it's this. And I was like, mm, here's how I look at Marquez. I don't know Marquez Brownlee personally. Right. I know he's the creator on that channel. I know it's his channel. I don't know him personally. I don't think the decision to review the OnePlus 12 is a personal one. I think it's a business decision because Marquez is no longer him. He is a brand. He is a company. He has employees and I'm mm -hmm. a consumer of it. I'm a customer of his company, right? I watch his content. He produces content. I, I can choose to, you know, I watch the waveform, listen to the waveform podcast, which I enjoy. Uh, right? I don't. I, I, I do. I actually, not all of it. There's parts of it where I just kind of like, I bit and piece it. But here's the thing. Marquez has ceased to be him when it comes. It's not us. When you watch our podcast, it's me and you, right? We're not a company. I don't employ people. We do this for shits and giggles, right? Yeah, we we're the Nomad Tech Project. Right. But, <laughs> we're a but again, brand. right. MKBHD's decision to not cover the OnePlus 12 is a business decision, right? Mm. He doesn't have the bandwidth. It doesn't work for him. It's the same reason why case companies aren't making cases for the Razor Plus. Because it's a business, not because they hate my Motorola. It's because they aren't going to sell enough units. You know, they can't cost just Stan, in that sense, the things that they said, right, was probably purely to trigger people and talk about waveform. And as a business um, decision, that's been good because we are right. talking about it now. <laughs> but what, I, what I'm saying, though, is, is somebody made the comment that why should I get upset on what Marquez does as a personal decision? And my response to that is because it's not a personal decision. As a customer, I can I can make commentary and feel a certain way about the way the business decides to make a decision. We yeah. do it with every fucking company on earth. Yep, Apple, Samsung, you, Maytag, so, Toyota, whatever you buy. That Marquez is no longer him. He is now a brand. He is now a company. Mm -hmm. He made a decision to not cover the phone. As a person who wants to see that content, I have every right to, to make saying, hey, MKBHD, the company, I think that's a bad business decision. Again, that doesn't mean I have mm. to get upset about it. I really don't care. But I, as a customer, as a as a person who engages Marquez's content, he is he was on Joe Rogan's fucking podcast. Can we can we understand that he's no longer just this dude in his in his mom's house or at his in his college dorm room kicking out videos? <laughs> It's not the same thing anymore. He it, hasn't it been that dude for a long time. <laughs> and that's fine. And again, but I mean, what drives me crazy is the fact that people 
look at that decision to not cover the one plus 12. I think it's because I don't, I think Marquez probably likes using one plus devices. He has in the past. And he, I think he probably, you said you listened. You said you listened yeah. to what they said. Like, did you hear the things they said? Yeah. I mean, people just they said, oh. they and he, I mean, said he wasn't I, reviewing it because he didn't think it was uh, much of an upgrade over the 11. Well, that's what he, well, well the is he, that's what he said. That's not mm -hmm. like, well, that's it. Well, then here's the thing. If you're a company and you put out a press release about we are not doing the thing because this is the business justification mm. of why we're not doing the thing. People are going to have feelings about that. And they have yeah. every right to decide. I've got feelings about that. Well, I mean, again, <laughs> I don't agree with that. It's like when he said about the the one, the the Surface Duo 2 is not better than the Surface. That's not object. His statement that the Surface Duo is not an upgrade over the Surface Duo is objectively false. That's not even subjectively false. He's wrong in every capability. It has a better processor, better cameras, better screen. The Surface Duo 2 is clearly an improved product over the Surface Duo 1. He came out and said it wasn't. He's wrong. I mean, that's not even subjective. He's clearly wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's not even subjective yet. And from a technical perspective, he's incorrect. Right? But again, that was my issue. But I had a problem because that was his, him as a business person making a decision to put it out there. If he, if he would have said like, Hey, the processor and the cameras are better, but I don't like it because I preferred like the original, the way it folded flat on itself. That would be right. one thing if for right. me. I've looked at these and I'm like, I kind of want to get my hands on one eventually. They're cool. I mean, I trust but me. Like, I'd use one of them, cool, but I realize that's I, everybody's cup of like the, the, the dual display thing. Like, I love the idea of that. Like I, I had the yeah. LG velvet and I love oh, yeah. the idea of like the, so I, I put on Twitter, I said, we aren't going to review the OnePlus 12 because we don't have the time, even though it might be the phone of the year. We have other things to cover, which is kind of basically what he said in the podcast was like, he didn't really say like, oh, it's the same. He touched on it again later, kind of saying that. But he said, and I said, hinting at the S24 series and Apple Vision Pro. I don't get why OnePlus should bother to send review units out to those who don't take the time to give them coverage apart from a blip on a podcast and maybe the end of the year phone awards, uh, which by then people have made their decision. It's such a shame that these big channels get so many devices that will never get fair coverage because Apple and Samsung get them views. I feel like OnePlus needs to pull a team pixel and send reuvenants to smaller creators and those who will take the time to focus on them. I know they have OnePlus Lab program, but I'd love to see more people get the opportunity to experience the greatness they have to offer. Yeah. So my criticism was more on like OnePlus. It was a little bit on him, but not so much. My thought was yeah. more like OnePlus. And they do. Like um, I've seen, but the, what's funny to me is even the small people I see are like saying like, hey, I'm, with the exception, we've seen Juan and TK and, and some people mm. were like, I've seen some people say, well, you know, Vision Pro is out and I'm covering that now. And then I'll be covering the OnePlus 12. Well, you've had it for how long? Like you couldn't have taken it up and you couldn't, well, why mm. couldn't the one, why couldn't the Vision Pro content get pushed? Right. Well, like if yeah, you've already that, got it and OnePlus is taking their time to say, hey, we want to support you. We want to send this out. We understand that you might actually take the time to cover it. They take the time to cover it because to me, I don't know. I just feel I'm not going to say any specific like for me, if a company sends me something and I say, I will let them know. I've done this before. And I've said I have other things. It's going to be two, three weeks before I can get here. And they're like, OK. But like if you don't do that and then they send it out to you and then you say, well, another product launched after you got it or after it's on the way to you and you push it back. I feel like that's kind of unethical in a way. Yeah. Like well, to say and, like, hey, yeah. I got it in hands, but I care more about another company and, and again, then criticize somebody else for doing the same thing. So that's a little like, right. like hey, like just cover it then or at right. least do an unboxing well, and say and say like, 
or in an initial thing and say like, okay, um, you know, I'll be back in two weeks for my full on review and then you're good to go. And right. then you can talk about whatever you want in the meanwhile. Cause I, I, I guess, I guess the problem like, is you get a product right. early and then you do your unboxing and your initial thing. And then you come back with a review later while you're covering other stuff. Right. Meanwhile, cause but you, you have to use it. Right. But again, but, Marquez isn't again, mm -hmm. we're, we're talking, not all things are equal, right? No. Two things can be true at the same time. You can review it. When we review a review or Joe does a video, it's Joe's video, right? It's mm -hmm. it, Again, he's not a corporate. He's not speaking as a business decision. Joe wanted to personally cover the phone because, mm -hmm. again, he can make the decision that I know it's not going to drive traffic. It's not going to get clicks. It's not going to get engagement. It's not going to make me money. I don't have to worry about that. I did it because I did it for love of the game, which is why mm -hmm. we do this. Marquez is mm -hmm. no longer in that space. It's not that. It's, it's far purely, removed. Right. Far removed and, from that. Space. And good on and good on it because I, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. We want to be. The, what I'm saying though is people have issue with me making a commentary. Like I don't really care if he covers the one plus twelve because I wouldn't be going to Marquez for a review on the channel anyway because I don't really go to him for that. I realize that I go to other people who would like. I go to Juan. I would go to Texper. I would go to Adam Matlock. I go to a bunch of other people. I'd like to see. Um, I'd like. To I, so for me, I, like you said, I don't want to see Marquez necessarily cover it, but I would like to see like David and Mel and like oh, uh, David and Mel is uh, amazing. I, I like and David like, and Mel. And like, uh, you know, he has people that literally are like photo photography experts. I and mean, you have people that are like experts on like uh, certain aspects of the technology because he has a team. Right. So Why can't you parse so that out to a it. teammate? Right. And then the yeah. other cool thing is team, then, yeah. so then, so then, and so they could do their things. And then what he could do if he wanted to is he could then take the culmination of those things and do his review where he's basically just the speaker giving off what they have done, like a summary of the conclusion oh, that yeah. they've done because he's still the head of MKBHD. He's still Marquez. He's still the, but they can do theirs. Right. And then he does. And Linus does that. We've seen Linus yeah. do that. Where, well, like, I take issue with that, right? Get, or like um, other big channels, right? We've seen them where they get, and then they have like their team cover it, and then they step in and give their like, here's my summary like, or up summary. Synopsis or, yeah. Which is funny that they still have to do that, but it's because they're the head of the company and people yeah. want to see what they, or they have to say. Or here's the thing give it to David Mel, let him do the review, and don't even step into it. Put it on your channel and say, hey, I'm I'm giving this to my team, right? You know, you can do that. I mean, there's a bunch of ways to do it, but David Mel makes good videos. Right. And what drove me nuts is the fact that they're comparing my critic, if I were going to, which I didn't, and I don't. The fact that I'm criticizing his decision not to do it with, well, it's because I'm getting worked up over it and I shouldn't have any, it's his channel. He can do what he wants. Well, yeah, it is. And it is, but he's, it's a business decision and he has a team of people and he has a company. Now, I can, com I can, I can say that. And it's not a personal, his decision is not personal. Neither is my decision to criticize. It's a business decision. I think it's a poor business choice, especially with a team. So that's my, see, that's Sam, my I think my issue with it is right. is the reasons that he gave, um, and because he's got such a massive following, like he's saying to people, the OnePlus 12 is not a, a good upgrade over the 11. That is false, just like you said about the Duo 1 and 2. Now, that's my issue. I don't care if he says, I don't want to review the 12. And the reason, if he was honest and said, the reason is it's a business decision because it, it won't get enough clicks. Okay, that's, that's that, that I would agree with. I say, okay, that's an honest business decision. But him yeah. saying that it's not a good upgrade over the eleven—that is bullshit. And and this is yeah, why I think or, this is why it's a poor business decision. Yeah, because he didn't have to say any of that shit. He no. could have just not brought he it up. He owed you guys no explanation. That's a good thing. <laughs> he could have just said, "Hey, for those of you uh, who are looking to be, um, 
looking for content about the one plus 12 from, you know, the MKB my channel, we're not covering it just because we have other competing priorities. We may revisit that at some other, do what every other that, fucking company does. Bull be full of shit. Just lie yes. and say, Hey, you know what I mean? Or, or spin it with so much verbiage and corporate speak. It doesn't matter. Right. I would have wrote the or, game. You know, I would have wrote, 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 wrote the memo. Yeah, I said, he hey, dude. Said, he could have said, you know, I have uh, David ML works for me. He's going to be covering it. Here's his channel. Oh, and by the way, there's also, um, you know, quite a few other people in the tech space that are going to be covering it, you know. Go um, see these people's out. channels, right? Yeah, you could have. He wouldn't even have to say who. He wouldn't have to right. prioritize because then said, some people are going to get right. all pissy that, like, he said, check out this and not this. He could literally just say there's other videos, and then people would go, oh, you know, hey, he's or, saying check out other people. Or he could have done nothing, do. and people would have noticed, done hey, after a couple of weeks, and been like, hey, I know he hasn't covered the one plus 12. If he felt like he wanted to entertain the decision, hey, look, we had a bunch of other stuff going on. It just didn't get on our radar. We have a lot of other creators that are creating great content. Check them out. It's just one of those ones that we just ran, we don't have enough bandwidth right? To get it in. And we want to prioritize other content and that's it. It's like every business not making cases or not making skins or not making accessories. It's the same. You don't even question it. And they don't Wait get out of personally. Hey, did you say skins? It's streamskins.co.uk. <laughs> get skin your skin shit. Your shit. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. What company does that? Like, you know what I mean? No, no company gets ahead of that and says, oh, oh by the way, we know the razor parades is coming out. We're not making any skins for it because they don't it doesn't move units. We don't give a Speaking shit. Speaking of which, I need we know to you're not going to make. Yeah, I need to reach they're... out to them. Oh, do they great. Ship... Do they ship to the United States? Oh yeah, I got. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Only problem is I got a skin last time. This had no fault of them. It got hung up at like some you know, Royal Mail post. Oh, dude, it was all. Awesome. Yeah, that's Royal Mail for you, mate. That's, that's Royal, Royal Mail. Mail. <laughs> I'm curious. I want to see, especially now oh, that yeah. they, you know, and they made the ultra flat on the back. It would be. Oh yeah. I would. I want to get like a clear case and then try some like skins. Oh, like. Oh, if you if you uh. Cause then the idea be like, oh, um, if you could only get a certain color and you're not really happy with that, you know, check out these skins and you know, like, hey, I found some good mm. quality ones or whatever. That'd be interesting yeah. to. Cause I've been thinking about that because it's like now it's flat on the back. It's like perfect for that. And it, mm. and, and, and that's okay that. if Marquez doesn't want to review the one plus twelve and tell you the difference between the eleven. You can watch Barry Johnson, the engineer reacts, and he'll get you squared away. He'll give you yep. what you need to know. You want to know? You want or a real Kia, review? Kia did it. Kia's done a video. She's done a yeah. hair unboxing. She so, got a, yeah. um, uh, uh, you know, check out Ben, you know, yeah. his There's video. There's a bunch of people check doing out, it. Um, right. uh, uh, Pain, Jason Painfully Honest Tech will be doing at some point soon here. Well, I'm sure Adam, uh, will probably, Adam Matlock will probably do a review. Adam's already got stuff where he's yeah. talked about, like, comparing like to the S24 Ultra to the iPhone. And uh, he's got, and he's already gotten the queue. I, because I know, I know how it works. He's usually a couple, like there'll be a couple of weeks or whatever of yeah. Um, I guess my so my thing is this is I think Mark has walked himself into a problem it. and he could have just said nothing and didn't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. So and that's my theory. It's like you didn't even have to address it. We would have just been okay with the fact that you didn't want to review it and nobody probably would have gave a rip about it. And if somebody would have asked you to just spin in some corporate bullshit because that's what you are as a corporation, right? You employ people. I'm sure he's an LLC at least, right? So he's definitely got I mean, employees. Yeah, we've so we've all seen companies yeah. get into a mess. I mean, we saw what happened with Linus, and then he took like two weeks off from making content and fixed what happened within the company. And then, yeah, you know, I mean, got back to it again, and it happens, right? So, like I said, it's just one of those things where I'm okay with it. But the fact that I can criticize about it, it's not a personal criticism. I don't um, care about the decision. I just think it's funny he walked himself into that, a little bit. One thing I will say though, right? For MKBHD, right? What he's probably doing right now is watching everyone talking about what he said. And he's got a little fishing rod, and he's like, <laughs> just reeling everyone in. You know, yeah, I guess. Like, I mean, it's, it's probably he probably wanted that effect. That's probably what he wanted to 
what needs to happen? You know, I don't, maybe so, but I, I would have Who to think you'd have to be, you'd have to actively think about, you know, hey, all presses, you know, uh, I can he, does. VR. And and maybe, he does. I, I don't, I, again, I don't know that. All I know is I personally would have not addressed it. And if it would have came up in conversation or someone mm. pressed me on it, I would have just said, look, we're just not covering it because it's just not, it's not something we can do. We have other priorities that compete against it. And right now we don't we just don't want to deal with it. You know, it's just a decision at the business. That's it. No, we got, he's got all these people talking about it and probably people that didn't even know who he was talking about yeah. him. And so if he does drop a video, that's going to be, that would be. I'd, right. Oh, I, be or, or yeah, like I said, there's a couple of ways it could have went. And so, but, <laughs> but the premise that I can't make a comment anymore, unless, because if I, even if I have a question or whatever, that I'm triggered, that I'm in my feelings, that how dare I question his I said, well, I'm not questioning Marquez. I'm questioning his company's decision. And that was a business decision. Mm. Unless it's I mean, not well, a business decision. If it's personal, then I then he's got to explain <laughs> Leo. Right? I mean, we because all get then criticized. I've gotten yeah. some weird, you know. I had somebody he's, the other day go, go say something about in my 20, uh, 48 hours later video. Like, hey, you should have showed those photos closer up. We couldn't really tell the difference. And I was like, well, it's not my camera review. I literally am, like, giving a summary. I wasn't the point wasn't like the close so people right. criticize and i say if, hey if, come back for my full on camera review that's not the point of it and right. he was like oh okay that makes more sense and it's like yeah because i've had it for literally two days and haven't really fully taken a camera like it was right. literally and, me and, just saying here's what i've noticed so far not showing so, you but yeah. like here's what i've like so here's what it comes down <laughs> we to all get marquez, marquez is a public figure and you're going to get heat for any decision you make and if you don't want that heat maybe you know that's the world you live in and then again and here's the thing so we're clear the personal attacks saying calling them names and also the kind of stuff that is bullshit uncalled for and you shouldn't do it as and if you're a human no, doing that, that's not, that's not again, like i that. told you before just be a good person and don't if you have a, a decision with his business choice that's cool but to call him names and say a bunch of stuff and call him a shield and all that kind of stuff and you don't know the man and you don't really work for the company and you really don't understand it you're just being an asshole and don't do that kind of stuff that that i don't like mm. and i i take issue with it but to and merely question all, he had like deal he could have had um he could have had deals with, you know, uh, accessory companies and like um, uh, um, ad reads to place within like the Apple Vision Pro content and other content. Like they say, hey, we want you to do ad reads. And he puts it within that because his deal is like um, he needs to get a he says to them, I'll do it because I get a certain amount of views. And he knows the one plus 12 won't get the views, so he can't mm -hmm. do the ad reads in it. So he has to push that off. We don't know. I mean, that's. I mean, there's. That's, I mean, there's could be a thousand. And we don't. Reasons and he doesn't have because, to tell us. I mean, and he. Yeah, that's exactly it. He doesn't owe us any explanation because if you're mm. if you're looking for one plus twelve content, there are other avenues in in which to get it. And I would make the argument who give more of what you can actually use as far as a review. Who do it a lot better than he would probably do it as far as as if you want to look about the technical specs or the comparison between the eleven and the twelve. There are many more creators out there. He's not the only game in town. You can you can sidestep him altogether. Well, to to put it in perspective, watch one of his Sony videos. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. You know, I, again, like I said, I I think we're, we're we're conflating the two. I think people get defensive of Marquez because of his decision when he's making a business decision, and nobody's really throwing him shade. They're just asking questions. Same with the Vision Pro. Mm. Just because I'm not buying one, and I have no desire oh, you're to. Buying one, Sam. No, I, no. Oh, I thought it, you were all it, over it, that. It's what it is. Again, we just do what we do. But like I said, just again, when you're when you're gonna you're gonna give feedback to Michael Pepper on a video, just please be respectful and do like anything else. Nobody wants to be shit on. We're doing this because we like no. to do it, I mean, and nobody I, likes I to hear it. Really it's funny. Shitty. I had a really funny comment the other day. Yeah, go cool. on. It, it made me laugh, and I deleted it. 
somebody was like, oh, this dude's probably never been laid. I just laughed and was like, I have a five-year-old kid. So, I mean, at least once (laughs) Right. what I wanted to say. But I'm like, like a a handful of attempts and we can wind up with a child. So that worked out. Now that I got the kid, I'm going to tap out. I'm good. No more sex for the rest of my life. It's like, I mean, there's things I wanted to say. I mean, I wanted to be like, um, ask your mom or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's your mom? Your your mother, like, you want to go to like the Jeopardy, you know, like the, it's on Trebek, right? Yeah. It's not what your mother said last night. Right, yeah, it's funny. Um, but I just delete and laugh, and I'm been, like, "Thanks for yeah. commenting and watching." And you obviously watched long enough to have some opinion. That's interaction. Right. Thanks, and like, yeah, hide and be yeah. gone. And it's funny because because I'm pre- I found myself pretty lucky. I probably had maybe five times ever on my channel that I've had negative comments like that. Usually, it's pretty good, and it's like people asking other questions gives me video ideas. Um, you know, I have lots of stuff. Um, gives me whole loads of content to put on. And, uh, you know, to be part of my discussion content, um, yeah. I won't be getting the vision pro, but I sure will be talking about it once I kind of get through some of my other stuff. Um, I, I want to do some, just kind of discussion on some of the stuff we talked about, like the ideas, like concepts some concept mm-hmm. stuff. You know, if I could afford to hire like a concept artist, that would be pretty cool. Maybe sometime down the road, you know, maybe in the future, right? Hey, you know, crazy stuff enough, happens, hire right? somebody to well, be like, here's an idea. We know a very good one. Model. His name's right. Jermaine. Yeah, Jermaine. And he hasn't been in the chat today. Hope he's doing well. I know he's busy with work. He's he's busy. He's top, top, top notch. Yeah, he's a good dude. So like I said, it's one of those things where, you know, enjoy what you do. And we'll make sure we get your links um, in the chat and our show notes and everything. And we always appreciate having you come on because it's always a a great spirited chat. We love having you on. Um, It's fun. Again, thank you for taking time. Because like I said, there's a lot of people that we've reached out to that, you know, obviously if I was, (laughs) if I was waveform or the Joe Rogan experience, they would jump at the chance to get on, but we are, we don't have the same poll, which is fair. We're not that, we're not that good. We, we have our moments. We do all right, but thanks for coming on and taking time with us and always having a great chat. I always appreciate it. And a little, a little, a little insight. I am going to be coming back to live streaming uh, very soon. Oh, cool. cool. uh, It'll be me solo for a bit. And then I'm hoping to get back to some, uh, like interview style stuff and get some people cool. back on and you get that built back up because I actually do have a couple um, uh, a couple bigger guys that said they would come on eventually but I just need to get mm-hmm. back where I feel comfortable asking them to do that at this oh yeah point. Is this the um, main channel yeah the main but, channel uh, Red, Jonathan um, Redinger said he would be on at some point oh, okay um, nice. uh, I've talked to Renee Richie um, Roberto Blake um, just oh wow! I've talked to in the past that have said you know at some point I might have to remind them that they said that they would do it. right. You, know, yeah, you got to yeah, actually. Are like, you ready to do it? They're like, I didn't say that. We didn't remember saying that. No, I, I mean they've been asking. Channel. They've been asking to come on here, but right. we said got Michael Pepper this. I week, just so. want to get back up to, um, and I feel like some of my discussion content um, would be great for like live and long form, and then I can like put chapters in there and some stuff. And I just miss it. I really miss the interaction with people. Um, yeah. And on the, you know, on the transparency, on the like business side of it, I need to get my hours up so I can get monetized. Now that I got the, I need to get my 4,000 hours in uh, yeah, live streaming absolutely. is the way you can well, do that. So, well, well, anything we can do to help with that cause. And I think it's a, a good noble one. Although Joe, I think we spurn, we got, you know, other people doing two person formats, right? We got, you know, Jason and uh, Jay, uh, Adam Matlock are doing a, a podcast now. And now Michael's getting back into a possible interview format. Look what we're doing. And we're, I was we're, we're, and... we're, tip, we're tip of the spear, man. We're the tip of the spear. Interestingly enough, my very first, um, my very yeah. first uh, creator interview was with Tech Odyssey, Adam J. Matlock. It was uh, twenty. It was right after the um, CES 
um, 2020 CES, I think. Mm-hmm. No, 2019. It couldn't have been that one because that was during, I think that was, yeah, it must have been because right before a pandemic, I believe, yeah. um, I had him on and that was interesting. Um, he's a great yeah, guest. He's, yeah, he's he, a great, he had like, he had like 35,000 subscribers at the time and now he's at like a hundred and whatever. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a great I mean, guest for us. Yeah. And he's a top notch guy. I like Adam. I think he does yeah. really good content. And uh, yeah, so like we're, he's we're the, the one... reason I want, he's the reason I want to do the ramble discussion stuff because he does a lot of like <laughs> his insight stuff and it, I'm like, maybe I should get back into doing that and actually like put it in record it instead of like just writing it out or annoying my wife with it. I can actually yeah. get other people to actually enjoy Absolutely. that stuff. Well, we're, we're just glad to have on, you on guys. Oh, That's always we lo- any, any time. And we'd love to have you on again when uh, time permits, we realize you got a lot of other stuff going on. So um, we'll just, uh, we're at an hour, 20 minutes, Joe, anything else we want to end of the show with? Uh, other than just the fact we'll put, michael's show notes and stuff like that make sure everybody gets driven to his um, channel people yeah. need to watch the um this podcast or i'm gonna haunt you in your apple vision pros there I'm, you go see <laughs> this face all blurry inside your apple well vision <laughs> well maybe we'll that. just take your face we'll, we'll make the persona we'll make it all nice and sheen we'll make you look like brad pitt and then we'll make that the persona so <laughs> yeah we'll just do, we'll, we can do all that now but it's okay we'll just be it'll be a good time and thanks again for having you on and joe i'm just pleased that arsenal beat liverpool today I'll there leave it go. with that. Get in the Gunners. Go Gunners. <laughs> All right. And for that, and for Michael Pepper, for Joe, Gooners. They're Gooners, right? You're a Gooner? Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm a Gooner, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to track And now I'm a Gunner. Bye-bye. <laughs> I said go- Gunner like a Gunner. You that, know they what? are the Gunners. Yeah, that is, that's what we are, the yeah, Gunners. That's why, I said, I did, that's why I said Gunners. Go Gunners. Yeah. I don't know. I just said it in American. Go Gunners. Right. All right. For myself, for Michael Puppet Tech, for Joe, that's the end of the Nomad Tech Project, thankfully, for this Sunday. We don't have a guest next week, but maybe we'll come up with yeah. somebody. It won't be Michael yeah. Pepper because he's got re- to kind of recover from this horse shit of a show. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's going to have some therapy. He's going to unpack it all. He's going to have to talk to the therapist. He's going to have to get this out of his head because this is going to fuck up his dome for a couple of more months. That's he's going to be hacking Vision Pros for us. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, if he does, <laughs> let us know how that works out because we'd be interested to talk about that next time. take care everybody enjoy your tech stay hydrated also don't be an asshole try to be a good person love everybody if you can and if you have nothing nice to say just maybe keep your mouth shut because nobody cares and we'll see you next Sunday on the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe take care everybody have a good night bye bye